Welcome to Beyond Our Focus. I'm Stefan, this is Amanda, and this is Breaking Prisms for February 26th, where we go over the Twilight Zone and Black Mirror. Today is the Twilight Zone, Season 1, Episode 14, called Third from the Sun. Hmm. This was a... This was a... I wouldn't consider it a strange episode, but it was just... It seemed to go by really fast. Just like, here is plot, here is the end of plot. Have a good day. Yeah, and there's not a... <laughs> these episodes are short, but yeah. sometimes they do feel really short. And this episode, I agree, did feel very short. Yeah. They felt like a whole lot happened. No, no it, it, it takes place... Most, most of it takes place in one little scene, and then that's it. Yeah. So we start off at a plant where you have. No. What? what? Uh, you look at me and thought maybe I was wrong. Oh, no, no. There's some weird look. No. Uh, a plant as they're naming off people and their job descriptions. All these scientists are leaving this plant of some sort through this fence, a security gate. It's weird. I was like, you're they're checking IDs to get out of work? <laughs> yes, that's a bit odd. Maybe you check to get in, but to get out? I The only thing, the only thing I could think of is that to make sure everybody is accounted for as they leave. That, that's That's the only thing. That's a, a bit odd. Uh, um, his ID is... 369 MI5, I believe. Was it MI5 or M15? M15. I don't know. Because I put M15. Yeah. Because I also put his ID number because it, he, it was on a button yeah, on his I shirt. Was like, so I, like, I was like, buttons with ID. It looked like almost like a, a vote for me button. Like it was <laughs> a giant button. Good old Mr. Sturka. 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 Sturka, Sturka. Um. And he kind of walks off to the side, lights up the cigarette, and then this guy in a white suit, as far as I can tell, walks up, acts really strange about things could be happening soon, and maybe they, I got, I gather, like, maybe they bomb us, maybe we bomb them, yeah. who knows what's going to happen, watch what you think, don't say too much. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's a weird interaction. Well, like, it literally starts out with, hold, like, he lights a match, lights a cigarette, and he's like, hold the light. And he's like, it's, it's a match. Like, what do you want me to do if it goes out? <laughs> and then to start off, he like, of course, they're going back and forth, and he's like, yeah, you know, some would believe that. You know, the, everything's coming to an end, and he's like, "Oh, are you are you a defeatist? Like, <laughs> should, you should watch what you say. I, better off, you should watch what you think." Yeah, it's just a weird conversation I, with a weird guy. But who? Ta- watch what you think. Like, can you read my mind? Like, I'm confused here. The one thing I did read, if it's true, yeah. is um, I was on some trivia, IMDb trivia, and it said that this is based off of a short story. Okay. And that gentleman who says that in the white suit is not in the short story. Hmm. They added him for the show to add more conflict. Well, yeah, I mean. Because otherwise, in this show, there was there is no villain. Because no. in the sh- little story, there is no villain. Just this little interaction happens, and the end happens, and exactly, but without him. So, weird. It, yeah, very odd. But yes, so um, or I think our narrator jumps in at some point and says, this is the eve 
of the end. Yes, and I did write down, I wrote that down, and this is actually one of the first intros that we've heard in quite a while where they did, they introduced the situation, not the character. No, the situation was more important than the character in this particular well, just, instance. But I'm just saying, like, most the most the episodes that we've gone through so far, they start, <laughs> Will Sterka, blah, 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 36 years old. <laughs> Would you be surprised? It's always but, 36. They're always 36. But no, this is one of the first ones we've had in quite a while. Where See, if we were really smart, no we would start each episode with like the opening narration. That would be really cool. Since <laughs> they have them all. Yes, and, and then they'd come after us. What they going to really keep doing? Quitting time at the plant. Time for support now. All right, supper. Support. <laughs> time for supper now. This time is why we don't for family. Time for a cool drink on a porch. Time for quiet rustle of leaf-laden trees that screen out the moon. And underneath it all, behind the eyes of the man, hanging invisible over the summer night, a whore without words, for this is the stillness before the storm. This is the eve of the end. I know why we don't read it. Because we can't be that guy. No, we no we're, we're not that good. No, no, we are not that good. <laughs> Can, we, can anybody really be that guy? He's got a great voice for that. No. So pretty much, uh, from that he go what goes straight home. Yeah. He, and this uh, is where most of the plot takes place, right yes. here. And he he walks in. He what? There, I know his daughter appears. Yes. Even more strange interaction. <laughs> he sit down on the couch, and his daughter, who's dressed. Overly fancy in heels appears. When I know, like she doesn't look that young. No, it was. It, and it their was interaction really weird. together like, doesn't almost doesn't seem very father daughter. No. Almost feels more like guy girlfriend almost. Yeah, I was just. It was weird. Yeah, it was. It really. It kind of, the entire scene just kind of weirded me out, and I'm just like. Just the way they're looking at each other, like the brushes. I'm like, I can't do this. I don't know what weird family thing you got going on, but I can't. Bit odd. And then the mom appears, and she's also super well dressed. Yeah. Like, just the whole thing was weird. But yes, so his daughter asks, "What's wrong?" And to which he he. He explain not really explains what he does, but he kind of just talks out loud about like working on bombs. But he's just a cog in cog in the wheel, and it's almost like he's trying to justify justify himself. Like he he knows he's doing something wrong, but he's he's pretty much saying that we we all have to make a living. We're all kind of just part of the big big picture. Yeah, there's hundreds of people, yes. hundreds of people that work on this thing. He's just one tiny little yes. piece. He's just part of the situation. He can't, uh, it can't all be put on him. And meanwhile, the daughters just kind of look at him like, okay, you're you're talking weird, Dad. What's what's going on? And then all of a sudden, he talks about wanting to invite over this guy for some cards. And yeah, he's like, oh, we're going to have these people over for cards. And. Daughter doesn't really want to because she has a date that night. But he's like, ah, I'd really prefer if you were home tonight. She's like, fine, pretty for you. It, it better it better be fun though. 
And then... And then he gets kind of upset. Yeah. And it's like, I just wanted to invite people over to play cards. Well, that's the weird thing was, is the wife walks in, and he's literally, he looks at her and goes, I just thought it would help you take your mind off things. And then he walks off, and I'm like, dude, are you talking to yourself? <laughs> like, it looks like you're the only one with stuff on your mind, so... Okay. Yeah, well, he goes upstairs, and the wife follows them, and we feel like finally he's first in Bill, so it's like, Bill, what's happening? And it's, it's, it's work, and he, is this working in, yeah. Yes. It's coming in 48 hours. Everything will be gone, and informer, yes. they have to go. They have to leave tonight. We have to leave tonight. It's too late. In 48 hours, it'll pretty much be a holocaust. And then he's like, uh... We're going to be gone by, like, midnight, 1 a.m. Yep. He's like, we have to leave before 11. And then he gets called by the daughter downstairs because, was it Jerry, I think his name is? I sure don't know, actually. I, I think it's Jerry. It I wrote down Jerry. Oh. Uh, Jerry has shown up early for some reason. Yes. Don't know why. And you get down there, and he goes to speak. as like, oh, your watch! Oh, yeah, it's not working. You need some help fixing that thing. We can, we can do it down here in the garage or whatever. So they walk over. He like He's like sitting there talking really openly about this watch and goes over, turns on a machine, and you just hear, nee. and then he walks over and he's still talking about the watch, but then he gets a little bit quiet and he's like, so what's going on? Well, th- things have changed. <laughs> there, there's a problem. Some, I don't remember why they can't leave. What was it? Something about a guard or... They, they get the... Um, they've changed who was going to be on shift. The guy he knew that was he paid is actually getting done at this time instead of the time he was supposed to be getting off. So they have to be gone no later than 11. Yes. So... Uh, he tells them that the him and the wife, whatever, got to be over. Uh, well, you you can come over around like seven, and we'll we'll get things ready and blah blah blah. Well, he also mentioned that like this is this is going to be a risk because it's like it's a it's a sh- eleven million miles in a ship that they don't know if it will even break the atmosphere, and the pilot may not even be able to land. Like it's it's going to be a risk, and then the guy's like, well, it's a risk not to. Or what other choice do we have, pretty much? Well, they exit the garage, and we pan to the window of the garage, <laughs> where Mr. Whatever, White Suit Mr. Man... Mr. Carling. Mr. White Suit Man <laughs> raises up by the window as he's been spying on them. Super creepily. Yes. Y- y- yes. Like, really weirdly creepy. And then... What he just doesn't he just knock on the door like just pretty much right after that because he did he does end up coming over while they're playing cards, yeah. That's a, that's a little later because first we go to them playing cards and then Bill, not Bill, uh, Jerry, they're all talking and then the wives yeah. are like. Um, we're going to grab some lemonade or whatever, a cake. Yeah, and lemonade. They go and they take the daughter with them, and then the two guys are at the table, and he whips out a paper and is like, well, it's 11 million yeah, miles. Yeah, there we go. That's and, what it is. And blah, blah, blah. It's all on this piece of paper yeah. and, like, trajectory and all this crap. And yeah. then there's a knock at the door. <laughs> and it's the, 
the Mr. White Suit Man. And Jerry, for whatever reason, didn't pick up the paper and actually put it in his pocket. It's just laying on the table yeah. the other way. And he comes in and they bring out the lemonade. And, well, he's getting some lemonade. And they're talking and he's making these... <sighs> These very vague threats about they really shouldn't be leaving tonight. They should just stay at home. It's probably for the best. And Yeah, it is. He pretty much like, it's, you can tell he knows something. Oh, he knows he's, that they're trying something. Yeah. He's So he's just hinting at things very, very broadly. And the guy, like Jerry, kind of picks up the paper as though, oh, what was your score again? Like, he's writing on the back of the paper as though it's just a scrap. And the guy kind of reaches for it, and he's like... I said, the guy picks up the paper and is looking at the score and stuff like that, and is like, wow, you really aren't doing so well, are you? And it's just like, you know, oh, a Gambling with this card, and it's like, okay, yeah. okay, whatever. He, he gambles, yeah, I think he's... Oh, I wouldn't suspect that he's not a good gambler. He seems to gamble a lot. And you're like, oh, God. It's just... The interaction's weird. Every interaction in this particular episode is weird. Because one of the things he also mentions is he's like, Oh, what do you think about that ship you're working on, Jerry? And he's like, Oh, we have a lot more testing to do. And he's like, Oh, yeah. Because yeah, Jerry's been up north testing, yeah. flying this ship or whatever ship that they're referring to and blah, blah, blah. And Well, and then he gets his lemonade. He, he proceeds to try to leave and... Bill walks him to the door, and they have a brief conversation by the door about the evening sky. And yeah. Uh, so, pretty much, the awkwardness ends, and within how many minutes the phone oh, that's, rings? That's what he says at the yeah. Oh, at the door, he's like, uh, "You ever think you might be happier at one of those stars?" Oh yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I, I've thought about it." <laughs> Yes, and then he goes, as soon as this guy leaves, they start to, he comes back in and they're thinking about what, what's going on, or whatever, for half a yeah. second before. The strangest phone I have ever seen in I my know, entire I life I rings. I wrote it down, I was like, interesting telephone. I was like, that's actually, it's, I don't know what it is. It's, because it, it has a, the like, what is it, a rope? It's a radio dial, a roto dial. Yeah. On the bottom but of it. it's on the bottom of the phone and it just sticks up with the th- it's really weird. Uh, what was it? Because I read something on that as well, saying that that's a, it was a real phone, but it was not available in the United States because of AT and T at the hmm. time. Because AT and T was the ones kind of over all the phone networks and everything, and you had to use their phones here in the United States. Weird. It's really strange. But yes, it rings, and it's like, oh, it's apparently his work, and they want him to come into work immediately. He's literally They're sending like- a car for him. He's literally like, oh, but I'm in bed. Exactly. I'm in bed. <laughs> and then that you just hear a click, and he's like, they're sending a car for me. We have to go now. now. So they're like scrambling to get their bags and stuff together, and then you get the cheesiest looking vehicle scene where they just spin the wheels in place and just maybe change the lighting on the vehicle to make <laughs> it look like it's moving. <laughs> And then they just show up at this fence. At this fence. They just pull up. Like, this was the easiest thing ever. We're so used to, like, 
they talked about how hard it was going to be yeah. and changing of shifts and you got to be here before this and literally just pull up to the fence and it was it. Like, oh, okay. Well, that was, well, that was they, they had they were supposed to meet someone who was going to give them a signal. So you just yes. see a flashlight and they're like, oh, is that your guy? Yeah, he's Harry. He flashed the lights real quick. Well, right even before that, we we glance over at the ship that it looks like film that they just pasted some paper on and then we look at him like well that is the um that's one of the worst ships i've ever seen in my life but other than that it is what you would consider your traditional flying saucer yeah. i'm like okay sure that's well, the ship we've got they're working on it come on just give them a break it looks so bad it was horrible but anyway yes and then there's like, well, we gotta wait for the signal. And then you see just a flash off in the distance blink. And he tells his wife or whatever to flash the lights. And then as this has their guy gets closer, dun dun dun. It's Mr. White Suit Man. He was waiting for him. He knew they'd show. Flashlight in one hand, gun in the other. Exactly. And then for whatever reason, he tells them to get into the car. They tells. The, ladies. The, the, the two wives and the daughter to get out of the car because he's taken the two guys to the authorities. I'm like, well, that's a weird, weird transition way to do this. I guess you could take them all. It could have. But it's just weird. At the same time, I don't know. If, well, I guess he could have just told one of the women to, like, just. I don't know if they'd all fit because he had to get into the vehicle. So. He got there somehow. They could just get in his vehicle. Anyway. One of the wives pushed the door. It was the daughter. The, it was oh, the daughter? Yeah. It was a girl. I don't know. They were all in the vehicle. Because he, she was the first, so she gets, she goes, and she just takes the door and slams it into the gun. And the husband, like, I think, isn't it Sturka, is on top of the thing? Well, it knocks it out. The Bill, no, Jerry shoves the guy against the car. Sturka jumps over the car, uh, top of it, and grabs him around the neck, and then... Jerry, like, hits him beside the vest, and he gets knocked out, and they put him on the ground, and they open the fence and go in. And then this is where things actually, like, I don't know where these guys were before. <laughs> the alarm goes off, and then they have to fight their way onto the ship. Yes. You see, like, pushing and shoving. You see one of them go up the stairs and then do, a, a, like, a random kick to some guy's face. I, like, it turned into a pretty good action adventure right there. <laughs> So then they climb aboard this saucer. Yes. And they're in space. Yes. And this is... They're looking over things. They look out to the stars. And it's like, there it is. The third planet from the sun. A place they call Earth. Earth. And it's like, oh! I was under the impression we was at Earth the entire <laughs> time! I had no idea. Like, yeah, because they talked, at one point they talked about uh, deciphering a communication and they yeah. could understand the language. And there, there's people on this far off planet yeah. and then even up there. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's just this place they call Earth. I was like, oh, really interesting. I didn't, didn't gather <laughs> the fact that we weren't on Earth. I thought, just, okay. Makes, I guess, some sense. And it makes more sense with the, the flying saucer thing. Yeah. And how, what we think we see when saucers and stuff. It's like, okay. This is a, it's an interesting ending. A twist I didn't expect. 
I didn't. I don't remember the ending narration as far as like what he had to say about it. Mm-hmm. Behind. A tiny ship heading into space is a doomed planet on the verge of suicide. Ahead lies a place called Earth, the third planet from the sun, and for William Sturka and the man and women, yeah, and the men and women with him, it's the eve of the beginning in the Twilight Zone. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, what was your overall view of the episode? For the most part, the episode sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I like the ending twist. I like, yeah. It, it, it kind of reminded me of the twist of like the original Planet of the Apes. The ending thing's like, we've been on Earth the whole time! Yes, I, I, I did enjoy the twist. I... I... I want to give them credit for the suspense they tried to put in it. Like, the whole, like, okay, we got to keep this a secret. We got to make sure no one's listening to us. So we got to... I feel if it was written a little better and would have been more like 45 minutes an hour, we could have gotten something really interesting out of it. But everything they tried to shove into a very short period of time, and it just... It didn't work. It just didn't work very well. No. But overall, it's not the worst Twilight Zone episode we've we've been through. Uh, what is the worst Twilight Zone we've been through? I still vote that it's the millimeter one, sixteen. Oh, 16 millimeter. Yeah, it was it was halfway interesting, but not a very good episode. I just I get where they were going, but literally, like this one, at least it made you think while you're kind of watching, like trying to figure out, okay, someone's listening. Did the- that one, it literally was like, what what kind of soap opera am I watching? And then <laughs> finally at the very, very last minute before his narration, you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then that was it. And that was really it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, see, I don't, I see, other than the twist in the end, I just don't think this is a very good episode. I just no. don't think it was really that good at all. No. The ending is the only thing that made it interesting. The, the getting on the ship and going into space. Other than that, it's like, it was just weird interaction after yeah. weird interaction. And just didn't work very well for me. Yeah. I, I, I definitely agree. I just I just know that it's not the worst one we've, we've had to review. <laughs> like, there's been ones that were just painful. That were painful to watch. But overall... All right. Well, that's the end there. Where next week is Bandersnatch. We're finally getting the Bandersnatch, and there's going to be a couple weeks of the Twilight Zone. So it'll be like episodes like 14, 15, and sixteen, and then we'll switch. No, we just did fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen. I even looked at that. That's probably why I said fourteen. Um, and then we'll be switching over to the brand new Twilight Zone premiering on I think CBS All Access and. We're going to be doing those as they come out. So it'll come out on a two. Nope, coming out on a Monday. It's coming out on a Monday, and we'll be putting our first episode up on Tuesday, and then we'll put the next episode on next Tuesday, and from then on, we'll be keeping up. It'll come out on Thursday, and we'll be putting up on Tuesday. And it'll be really interesting. We'll be keeping up with the new Twilight Zone for a couple months as they air those. Yeah, so as you guys, um, pretty much as you guys are watching it, or... I should say, being that it comes out on Thursday, you guys pretty much have the weekend before we spoil it for you on Tuesday. <laughs> yes, yes. And that one might be a very good idea to throw spoilers. Yes. 
we, we are going to let you guys know, even if I have to write it on our handy-dandy board over there. Yes. Because yeah. we don't ever say spoilers, but all these are spoilers. Yeah. Now, this Twilight Zone is, I don't know, 50 years old, so maybe... <laughs> Maybe you should expect spoilers. Uh, we should Black, probably Black say Mirror, the Black Mirror a little yeah. more, probably. But uh, Bandersnatch definitely is going to be a spoiler because there's so many different end points that are possible, and some people are still trying to work through them. So. Yes, we, we we personally have to figure out how we're going to make this happen. But I think that's it. Uh, as always, you can reach me at Stars Untraveled. Reach Amanda at KZ Pop. Reach the show at Beyond Our Focus on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and podcast services around the globe. Maybe. Maybe. Sweet. Please comment down below, like the video, and subscribe to the channel. We've had a couple new subscriptions here recently. We Yay. appreciate everyone doing that. Thank you, everyone. Anything else? I think we're good. Awesome. Till next time. Long days and pleasant nights.